Blog Talk Radio.
come on with me, everyone, on that magic carpet ride. Hi, everyone. If you don't know who you're listening to or where you are in time, you are listening and at the Bonnie Albers on air show. on such a fabulous, awesome, wonderful day. Today is Tuesday, and I've got the most fabulous guest. I love this guy, love all his partners, I well, ones that I met anyway, and he is truly magical. So I, before I actually bring him on right today, I, we're, we're having problems with blog talks, so just please forgive any of the sounds that you hear. Anyway, before I bring him on today, I want to tell you a little bit about him. His name is Brian Peters. You, his name is Brian Peters. Everybody's telling me that I blipped out for a little bit, so hopefully you can hear me. Um, if you're in chat, please let me know. Anyway, he is amazing. Brian owns uh, a few businesses, and one is called the healing brew. I keep wanting to say magical brew because every time I look at him, I see him or I feel him. I see that magic rising from that cauldron of his probably, as he will tell you, family roots. He is amazing. He's an herbologist. He works with all kinds of herbs, teas. He puts them together. He comes in through spirit through that. He can actually feel what you need, and then he proceeds with what you want and any any type of reading that you might need from him, any type of insight you might need from him. He is a spirit medium. He's intuitive. He reads tea leaves. He creates his own tea blends for you. He also teaches his herbs, and that's why he's an herbologist. He teaches it to 3D medical students, actually, or residents just like us, and he shows them the way of the herbs, roots, teas, flowers, any type of earthly uh, growing, and I love that. I am so happy to have him on my show. He always creates magic when he's here, so please help me welcome Brian Peters to the house. Hi, Brian. Brian. Hi, Brian. Okay. Try it differently. Hi, Brian. Hello. Brian. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Hello, Hello. Bonnie. Hello. How are you? Can you hear me? I can hear you now. The funny part was I could hear you throughout, and I just couldn't respond. So I think Blog Talk Radio is having a little bit of a problem today. <laughs> well, can you hear me now? Hello? Brian? Uh, Brian? Hello? Can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me now? I, Hello? I, can you hear me? Hello? Uh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, that's fabulous. Ah! Do you know that Mercury went retrograde two days ago? You do realize that, right? 
I do realize this, and I'm wondering if this is not retrograde uh, wearing its ugly head. Uh, you know, it is so crazy, but every time Mercury goes retrograde, and last year it was four times versus three, this show went wonky, and I mean wonky. The energies either blew out, were out. <laughs> I, I couldn't even put the show on a lot of the times. But we're going to hope that that doesn't happen during this retrograde. I do, before we want to get started, Brian, to let everyone know you are amazing. You are amazing at what you do, how you do it, and you do own, oh, you know, somebody said I say do, 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 do. Here we go. So I just would love you to tell everyone about a little bit about your shop. Because I know you have one. You actually have two, but you, right now you are working with the Healing Brew, which you know I keep wanting to say Magical Brew. Anyway, can you tell everybody what you do there, what it looks like, and what you offer for private reading? Absolutely. We are a metaphysical tea shop. We are located in Akron, Ohio, down in the Cog Valley Valley. Um, and you can reach out to the shop at 234 678 I do whole everything from tea leaf readings to herb, herbal teas specifically for you for your spiritual and medicinal health um, and really just try to help as best we can. Um, we have in-house, I offer psychic readings, uh, medicinal readings, as well as intuitive readings. So it's really, I try to help out as much as I can, plus give some witchy insight when I can, just like right now with uh, Mercury Retrograde going all wonky. Lemongrass is our friend. <laughs> oh, I love that. And, you know, I love eating. I mean, I like putting lemongrass in my soup because I love lemongrass soup. It's a, it's a Thai, Thai uh, soup I eat, but I haven't had it. But I love lemongrass. Why does lemongrass, can you tell us that? Why does lemongrass work so well during a retrograde? Well, it's because you're pulling in the energy. So if we go back to Mercury, to the gods and all that stuff, you have Mercury, who is the god of communication. What we're doing is we're trying to trump Mercury and bring in Jupiter. <laughs> so what we're trying to do is we're trying yeah. to bring in a little bit more powerful just to help us uh, get ourselves through this hump for the next 30 days. And a lot of times what's going on, which is something I just learned, is that in what is actually going on or what the like the mythology is is mercury is actually going through the underworld currently and trying to carry the souls to the underworld that were stuck here uh for the last year and so every time he goes away the world goes wonky because he's not here to assist in communication and all that stuff that is just so amazing you know, I don't know about bringing those souls to the underworld because if they ever come back up to the overworld, I mean, I, that to me sounds awfully dark. Well, it's 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 Greek mythology. It's where a lot of our a lot of our religions are based out of. So you have a whole different look on it, and they thought that you 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 went to the underworld, and that's one of the reasons why we also have seasons. You have Persephone who ate the pomegranate seeds. Who's stuck? Who's stuck in the world underworld three months out of the year? That's the reason why we have seasons. You know, it is so funny to me, Brian. I got to tell you, it's always the woman that eats the fruit. I mean, first it's Eve, and she eats the apple, and now we all have our periods. And now, then it's Persephone who eats like an apple with seeds in it, and now we have seasons. And her mother has to cry the other half. I mean, what is it about yep. women and fruit? 
I have I have no idea. I I guess they're a little fruity. <laughs> no, you know what I think it is or feel it is. Men wrote those, even though I'm not a set. I, I I believe in it, it, I love women's guiles and everything else. But it's always us who gets punished. Did you ever figure out we're the ones who do it and you all get punished with us? So, like, maybe the next kind of Greek mythology we have, it'll be something like Zeus now has to carry around something, and that's why you all have something. So it'll be very interesting because I happen to love Greek mythology, and I totally, I totally vibe with it. So I am glad that you told us that. I do feel it's really weird. And I want to, speaking on Greek mythology, since I'm going to go with this and, and we'll talk about what I have in a minute. But, you know, they used to say that, 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 uh, that the Greek going down to the depth of wherever, the underworld, was not a bad thing. Because what they had said is that there has to, in order to have a yin, there's a yang. In order to have a sun, there's a moon. So if there was no underworld for you to, you know, traipse upon, there would be no overworld for you to all go to. So, uh, and back then they just weren't afraid of the underworld god. How do you feel about that? I totally agree on that in a lot of ways. I don't see it as a negative, and I think it's just a different analogy from heaven and hell and everything like that. And if you if you listen to a lot of the stories, it's the same idea is that if you, you were tortured with what you did in life. So if you were, if you got obsessed with a boulder, you were chasing a boulder for eternity. But if you were a good person and you lived your right accordingly, you were one of the ones that you got your coin, you ferried the underworld and you were rewarded. So it's pretty much that same idea as that reward system, just in a different format. Yes. I am going to tell you, though, I'm all about sunshine and light. I would not do well. My skin just wouldn't do well in that underworld, you know. So I'm going to stick with the light side of life, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's all right. I agree. It's, it, it, it's all just – and I always say it's just a different way of looking at stuff. And I don't think there's Absolutely. any bad things. I don't think there's anything bad about it one way or the other. It's just how you connect. And I have uh, some friends who do a lot of shadow work, meaning they help people look at the the stuff that's negative about themselves and helping use that to help serve them. And so there it is, has to. There is yeah. There's positives and there's negatives, and you have to look at both. I agree. Again, yin has to have yang because if we had one big ball of white, what would happen to the half black, half white like theory? So I do believe totally in working with the shadow side. There are so many good people that do it, and I know plenty on the show, including, you know, a lot of magicians or a lot of people that work in magic, and I can name them off, and they are so needed and wanted because I don't. So they are, I can't tell you how many people I would refer to, uh, Brian, you work with the shadow side, so with having to uh, hear about issues that I know that I can't deal with, I would send them. And you know what? In order to be whole, you got to look at that side. So I love when I see all these witchy, wonderful, fabulous people that can do that. And I am very honored that you are on the show and can. I Another, another uh, theory I have also is you, you have to revere that 
shadow side. Because if you don't, that's when you it, you end up with problems um, in your life too. So you honor both, and you will be whole. And that's what I have always I was always you know trained in. So let me ask you a question, Brian. I know we haven't Absolutely. spoken since we did. I haven't spoken since we did our show on Valent, you know, right before Valentine's Day. Tell me, my friend, my unbelievable, fabulous, awesome guest, what did you do for Valentine's Day, and how was it? I uh, we uh, we had a great. We actually had a nice Valentine's Day, but we actually did it a little bit different. We actually did readings at the shop. We did couple readings, so we actually Woo! had. About, we had about 10 couples come in and was actually able to do individual readings for people. And then we brought them together as a couple with a third reader who allowed them to have a reading as a couple. So, so many times everyone's focused on that individual take on stuff. So what we did is we actually gave them the opportunity to have a little bit of individual time and then brought them together as a couple to tell them how as a couple they can grow and change and, that stuff, and me and Mike had an opportunity to do dinner, and other than that, we had a good night. Oh, I love it. I have to tell you, that sounds like a fabulous evening, and if I had been where your shop is, I would have participated too. I have to ask you a question about what you, and why I asked you is, do you have any certain herb or or traditional type uh, tea that you like to drink? that would bring out a lot of love and a lot of affection and a lot of, you know what, je ne sais quoi, to the people, you know, this is the month of love. Absolutely. And I, one of those herbs is, and if, and I'm going to, and I'm trying not to make anybody blush today, but I would actually look at horny goat weed. Um, horny goat weed is probably one of the ones I always <laughs> tell people if you have a, Problem in the bedroom, both male and female. It's probably the one that will help that more than anything. And I actually have a cute story that goes along with it. So if anybody's interested in knowing it, I'm happy to share it. But Absolutely. It's all as about, long as it's halfway clean, but go ahead. <laughs> it is halfway clean. So the way it actually got its name was, is it, there was a, a goat farmer in Europe who had goats and he would and you pasture animals you send animals from one pasture to the other pasture so the story goes is he had the animals out in one pasture keep them out there for a few months would send them over to this other pasture and in a very short period of time he noticed he would come back with baby goats out of that field and what they found out (laughs) was is that the there was horny goat weed which is a natural which is a natural anti um oh crap i just lost my word my train of thought aphrodisiac and it would actually make the goats want to produce more children. And so they were wow. out there doing their thing. And it's, so that's how it actually got started, and people started realizing they could use it. Well, how to turn it – let me ask the question. Do you sell – I mean, you know, I know you have a shop. I want everybody to know half the people – I'm sure most of the people on the show already know that you, you create and mix your own teas and herbs and – you know, we have to talk another thing that I wanted to ask if you do, but do you put horny goat weed or horny goat, whatever it is, in a tea? Absolutely. I've actually done teas for men and women, and believe it or not, I actually use the same – I use horny goat weed for both men and women because what it does is it just makes everybody more frisky. And so sometimes that's what needs to be added to the pot per se is just – 
raise it, raising that level of friskiness so that way everybody has an opportunity to and wants to be, be needed. I love that. And do you mix it with anything? What's the ta- what does it taste like? Or do you have to mix it? Can you just put horny goat weed in a bag, or would you? Do you have to mix? You it? can or totally you make a cup of horny goat weed. It's gonna. It. I always tell people that's one of the ones that tastes like grass. So I always try to add lemongrass, roses, something to it, just to kind of help moisture that flavor to make it more palatable. Sometimes peppermint, just something to give it a little bit of a nuance to cover up that grass taste and then you're actually able to work past it and you're still getting the same health benefits out of it as you would if you were um, taking it straight. Well, you know what? I love that blend you just said. Horny goat weed, lemongrass and roses and mint. I I feel like that is, I I don't know if you have that as a blend, but I just heard in my, my, my group said bingo. So for me, that's all about roses is like, you know, romantic, horny goat weed is let's get it on. Lemongrass is going to be to negate maybe all the other not great things, maybe because it's, well, actually mercury retrograde. And then you have peppermint that just makes your heart sing. So I feel like yep. those four would be a great, uh, a great team. Maybe you're going to have to make me some, Brian, because if I'm going to create it, unless you create it already, at least I need to taste it. Absolutely. And then also, too, if you have, I always, there's, you also, as women start getting older, that's something that they lose more interest in. in, And you can actually add mugwort or you can get into the black cohoshes and actually use it to assist women with when it becomes, when they're, when they're no longer interested in sex. It gives them more of a a drive to want to, want to try it out. In other words. Well, I will. Well, I'll tell you, you don't have to have that here, but I do know that they do use that because, and I feel like even people like doctors I've heard say to use black cohash, and I don't remember why, but it was something that has passed my ears at one time with uh, with gynecology. So it's really yep, interesting. Especially for I menopause. What, yeah, that's what it was. My girlfriend, I call her my person, so if anybody knows who my person is, that's exactly what they told her to use. So that is crazy. And, you know, there's something else, and then we'll get into our subject. But uh, also they, they, they use, and I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm just pulling this off the top of my head because it's now distant in my past. Uh, in order to bring out um, people that didn't feel well during their menstrual cycle, they would tell them, to pack their chest with it was weird because my other girlfriend did this and she's not even her husband's a doctor with a sweet potato like um, yams and you take a can of yams and you put it there and it draws out something so I don't know do you use the yams for anything or I have yam not weed or? used yams I have not used yams in that way but I do uh, if it's if it's um, girls who are having trouble with cycles and stuff like that I actually look at uh, mugwort is one of the ones that I really think is a great one. Uh, evening primrose is another one that works. Um, and it's really just about balancing those hormones out and giving, because normally when you're having those problems, it's normally a hormonal cycle. And I always tell people uh, mugwort is just like uh, Mother Nature's Midol because it helps uh, balance hormones and also helps with pain. And it, it will just help you make you feel better. 
I love that. For everyone listening, that's a must. If you have daughters or you have sons, I don't care what you have, because I swear men have periods too. But I love that you have that. I love that you can put that all-natural herbs and everything into something that's soothing, that we can all use. And you even read, they're loose, you can read their tea leaves, which is just amazing to me. Uh, The other, go ahead. No, I, all I was going to say is that uh, you can even get some of the stuff in tablet, capsule form and stuff like that, so you can just add it in as a part of your daily um, vitamin regimen to actually make it more easier for you to work with if, if tea's not up your alley. My thing is, is I would rather get people to work with a product, work with herbs for one reason or another versus going to the medicine cabinet and trying to grab something else. I love that. And let me ask you, this is one that people have been asking me about for you, is a lot of people like incense. How do you work with incense? And do you make them? Do you buy them? How do you work with, do you use the herbs and just burn them as incense? I do that a lot, actually. So will I buy some incense from time to time? Yes, just because it's a quick go-to and and it'll allow your house to smell good and stuff like that. But more times than not, if I'm looking at an incense, I'll actually burn it on charcoal. I'll take an, a natural herb, burn it on charcoal because it allows you to get the properties of that plant in you in a different format. So frankincense, myrrh, roses, all that stuff smells amazing when it's on charcoal, and it's just a different way to work with that plant. And it's just like when you sage your house. It's the same idea as if you burn it on charcoal. You're still getting the health benefits of that sage. It's a natural antidepressant. It helps make you feel nice and good. I, I don't know how else to put it. You have, well, um, it helps with bacteria. It uh, creates positive ions in the air. So it just does all this wonderful stuff just by simply adding fire to it. Well, I am not sure how, you know, I'm not getting a good visual, and then we got to get to our subject. But the good visual is, uh, so you, what do you take? You go to the store and buy charcoal? I mean, I'm not quite sure. And then where do you get you can actually, I love frankincense and myrrh. I always recommend the hookah charcoal. It's a you can get the quick light charcoal tabs. You put one of those in any fire safe container. You add some of your herbs right on top, and you'll actually get they'll actually smolder and smoke. There you and it's the easiest way to work with it. If anybody's interested, and I'm happy to point them in the right direction. You can normally get them for a couple bucks for a roll of ten, and literally you take a a lighter, light it up, and it goes up without a problem. And well, it starts you know, to smolder, I'm... and you can. Go ahead. I was gonna say it goes up without a problem. It starts to smolder, and you actually get a pretty nice smoke off of it. I actually, if I'm cleansing a house, a lot of times I'll use the charcoal bricks like that in my pot to help keep the smoke going. I love that, I, it, Brian. You know, I'm gonna ask you to be on Skype with me so that I get a good visual. First of all, I want to see what your tea re- leaf readings look like with real tea. And I also want to see this because then it'll it'll give me a better visual that I can explain. So you and I have some time to do that. But you know, we I'm I want to say hello to everyone in chat because I've got a lot of people in chat. Fidelio, I see you. You're so funny, and I want to get a date for you to be on the show. Everyone, I see you. Um, the fire within. I love it. Chaos. I love you. Uh, 
I, I already know that there's somebody waiting, Brian, that asked if she could talk to you. I just can't see everybody on. But please know that I see you, and I'm reading everything as, as much as I can, but we appreciate you being on. Brian, what I do want to talk about, and it's been all month, and it's crazy because I did it last week, and everybody, I even myself, I loved it. We were talking about soulmates, and even though people say, ah, here we go, soulmates, Soulmates are so important, and there's, there's, everybody has a different view of why we come down and, and who we meet. What is a soulmate? What is a soul friend? What are soul animals or pets? And are we destined to meet our soulmate, and how? Do you believe we only have one, or do you think we have 100? So I'm going to ask you a variety of questions, and you can actually, if you want, if you've got a subject on soulmates that you want everyone to hear – Stop me when I ask the question and start, you know, telling everybody. But soulmates, let's start with that. So, so do you believe that, you know, I just had a discussion with somebody. I'm a real believer in love. I feel we come down here to love. What does that mean? Do you believe that, we come, that there are people who come down here and, and don't love? No, I I really think everyone comes here for a purpose. I think, and I'm one of the, I, I'm very much a firm believer that we make a, a agreements. We make those, and I, I don't want to use the word contract because it has a negative connotation. But we make agreements when we come, saying, hey, you know what? I'm we're going to we're going to be a family. We're, the four of us is going to be a family, and I'm going to go mom this time. You can go dad, and we're going to have two kids. And as you do that, you start building this soul family. You start building this connection with each other, and and so that's that soul. That's that's your soulmate. Is you made that commitment prior to hitting this world, and I think we all do it for a numerous, several rotations, and we outgrow each other, and then we make a new commitment. And so sometimes we pick up on that connection with somebody, and it's just an old connection. And now we have to move forward and make the find that new connection that we agree to. So that's why you meet somebody and you're like, oh my God, you're my soulmate. And you're in in a few months you're like, no, nah, that wasn't really it. It's because at one point in time that was your soulmate, just not this lifetime. Did that answer your question? Hello. 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 I got kicked off my Hello. own show, Brian. So can you please tell me what you were talking about before I really – because I would love to hear that. So what I, you do feel you don't want to call them contracts. This is where I left you off. Why do, what, what's so the problem I don't with the word contract? I want to call them okay. more of a commitment. So we make okay. those commitments to each other to come to this life for one reason or another. We go, hey, you know what? I'm going to, me and you want to come to this life. We're going to have these, and we're going to make, and these two people are going to be our kids. We make that commitment to each other. We, we have that. Why do we do we that? Come. Why do we do that? Because, because we're a soul family already. We already have those connections. We already have those threads with each other. We've already done this for several generations, thousands of years. We just, and we want, we were so fond of each other on that side. We want to make that commitment on this side. Okay. It's kind of like you you making friends. It's just like you wanting to be close to your best friend. If you knew that you you wouldn't ideally move to California and leave your best friend in Florida, you would you would try to your darndest to be like, hey, you should move to Florida, California with me, right? 
so it's the same <laughs> idea. When we when we come back to this side, we make those arrangements, we make those commitments. We might say, hey, you know what? Why don't you be my spirit guide this round? Or hey, you know what? Let's go back and do the whole husband wife thing this round. We make those commitments. We make those agreements. And and do you feel they always work? Or do you feel that there are times we commit to someone that we know it's not going to work? So I think it's more of an outgrowing thing. So maybe you make a commitment to be someone's soulmate for 100 years. And the next go around, you're like, you know what? We've, got, we've kind of grown apart this round. You know what? I didn't like it last time, so this time probably best that we don't talk to each other. And, but you still have that commitment to each other. You still have that connection. But this round, you want to try it out with – somebody else and so that's the person you're seeking for but yes you might make that connection with that person and you might think it's your soulmate but in actuality it's not your soulmate from this lifetime it's your soulmate from maybe last lifetime or two times before yes do i think we always make the same agreements probably but we all know that people change people change for the good sometimes people change for the worse how, do you feel, and, and, I, and, and I always believe in karma, so I'm sure you do too, but, and maybe you don't, I don't want to talk for you, but for me, karmic duty is also something. It depends on what karma we've actually acquired or we haven't acquired, what we want to work off or what we want to acquire again. So uh, people always say, oh my gosh, I don't want bad karma, but karma is, to me, karma is a Libra. It's the scales of justice. It's not good. It's not bad. You either acquire karma what good or you acquire karma challenging it's your choice so do you believe we come back to work with work out karma with any one of our soulmates and if so uh if we can't this lifetime did we see it before we left i i think we already know our i personally think we already know our challenges we already are aware of that divine plan before we hit the womb before we before we're born we already know that commitment we already know our entire life plan when we're born the universe does a nasty trick and we forget it and now we're <laughs> trying to live out that plan we're trying to live out that relate that plan to the best of our abilities and i think sometimes karma is we do things to help our karma not saying yeah. that karma is negative or anything like that but Maybe last time you came to this world being uh, too open-hearted, you cared for everybody in the world, you were just like a giver and, and you never got taken care of. So maybe this round you're a little bit more letting everybody take care of you this round because you need to be, you need that connection. You need to feel that this round, or maybe you're coming back to feel unconditional love. And, I, uh, sometimes, and that's my. That, that's my belief on babies and everyone's like, well, um, sometimes babies die so young, but if you think about it, if you had that agreement that you needed to learn what unconditional love was, what's the best way to experience unconditional love than the love between a mom and her baby. Absolutely. I, I, I so agree with you. And I, I love what you say about soulmates too. Uh, you know, I used to laugh into myself actually when I had a practice, about people that used to come and say, oh, I married my soulmate. And then two years later, oh, well, I found my soulmate. So with that question, um, because I believe that we come with, we can come with one soulmate for the rest of our, our incantation or incarnation. And we could come with 10. 
depends on what we, we choose to work on this lifetime and what we want to learn from. So if saying that, how much do you feel we come with many soulmates? And what is the difference between what I call a soulmate and a twin flame? I don't love the word twin flame. I think it's just semantics. I think they're all the same. But what do you feel about that? I think they're semantics in a lot of ways, too. I think they're one and the same. But also, too, I think there are I, – I really feel that it's, some of it's just those connections that we've had in a different lifetime or we've made – or commitments that we've got away from. So maybe mm-hmm. it's somebody who we already already know from a previous life. There's something off with this person. We don't vibe. There's something different going on here. They're on a different life path at this point than I am. Maybe they're trying to – maybe they're, they're headed a direction they really shouldn't be headed, and I've figured that out, and now, you know what, you do your, your thing, I'm going to do my thing over here. And I think yeah. that's when you get into those twin flames and stuff like that. It's because you've already tried this a time or two, and it's just a not a good experience. And you're trying to – it just takes you a little longer to figure it out on this side. You already know it on the other side. This side is the time you have to be able to – think through it and actually figure it all out. Well, also, if you you are like I am and most of the people out there that I'm looking at, so if you feel that we came here to love, do you feel we always run into our soulmates? Do you feel they're always brought, we are always brought together? Do you feel that we are always destined to meet in this in, incarnation? Oh, absolutely. And it and it's divine timing. We and we already once again, we already knew that life plan. We've already we've already had our plan in this. We've already made those decisions and so sometimes those decisions are, hey, you know what, we're gonna meet um I'm gonna meet my soulmate, but unfortunately this is gonna happen or hey, you know what, I'm gonna meet my soulmate and we're gonna live for a hundred years together. Sometimes it's you know what, I'm gonna meet my soulmate and they're gonna they're going to pass away early. So sometimes I think our soulmates that we feel are our soulmates, we've already made those connections, and sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse in some regards. I wonder why, Brian. You know, I'm just thinking about it, and we'll we'll get into soul pets because I believe soul pets is the unconditional love part. But because uh, uh, I, you know, when somebody says. It's interesting. I'm going to get your your uh, take on this, and we're going to we're going into love again. So, uh, do you believe? I thought about this. It took me a while, and then we'll go to the phone lines. But I I I thought about this unconditional love. Really, what is it? And I thought, do I? I always say, oh, well, I have unconditional love. But when I when I really put myself to the test, and I'm using me as just an example, I do have conditions. And people feel they don't, but you do have conditions. I'll guarantee you I could find conditions in everything. And it could be a small condition. It could be that uh, you have to be metaphysical or you have to have blue eyes or you have to have money or you have to be, uh, you have to read, you know, the Bible. We do come with conditions and I feel unconditional love. Yeah, can I th- I feel like I have conditions. My poor husband, I do have conditions. <laughs> well, I the I funny part about this is, is everybody out there who says they ha- they love unconditional, 
thing about this one is it's the easiest one out there. How many people have a condition of male or female? Yeah. That's a oh, condition. You know, I didn't even think it. You're right. I didn't even think about that. That is absolutely true. Because my, my conditions are different than yours. And, it, yes, some yeah. people may say it's a preference, but it's a condition. I mean, if you have a preference, it's a condition. I, I am going to use the word love again. I love that because it's all about love. And where I do feel we have unconditional love, now I'm not going to say they won't bite you or we could teach them conditional love. But where I look at unconditional love in this, in this incarnation is our, our very family friends. Uh, all they, well, they actually have conditions, too, because you got to feed them. Otherwise, they'll die, which means that you know, you, they do have a condition. But when you're looking at love, I always, I always look at people who are so close to their pets on this side and don't treat people as well. And I always wonder about that. And I hear people say, well, I'm a pet person. I'm not a people person. I'm drawn to my pets and I'll do anything for them, but I can't, I can't relate to people. So it's interesting, the love that some people have for their pets and some people have for their people. And that's conditional. Uh, absolutely conditional. And I think part of that also go, plays is I think it goes back to that whole soul family. It goes back to those connections on the other side that we bring forward on this side. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, I think we know our tribe. We know everybody we're going to interact with before we, before we come here. You know, not I can't figure out. Just, Go ahead. Not saying that we, it's predetermined, not saying it's destined, not saying you don't have free choice, just knowing that we've already made this agreement to meet up in this lifetime. You know what I mean? Like, hey, you know what? We're going to, I'm going to help you out this time. Oh, no, you're going to help me out this time? You know what I mean? We already know who those people are we're going to meet up in our life. And then you just have all these other soul groups that we're all intermingling with along the way. I can show you so many, and, and the shows, I have to get some people on, and I, I know they're, they're gone. What is the matter with you? But I, I have to tell you, I could tell you so many numbers, and, um, and, and I don't believe in coincidences, that have come that you know that we know each other from a past life that we're up there as soul family it is too uh crazy that they would match that of all the millions and billions of people and so i do it just amazes and astounds me that we come as a soul family friends a unit and i see it working and it's just like I said metaphysics to me is so amazing and every I it takes my breath away saying that before we actually go to 916 I know you've been waiting and asked to be heard because you want a reading from Brian I have pulled some cards Brian I'm going to ask you because I didn't do this beforehand but it's interesting that I pulled some cards fell out for the show so I actually want to present them to everybody and you too so I'd like to see, do you have your tea deck with you? Because I'd like you to pull a, a tea card for everyone. I have my herb deck is the one I was That's going to do. That's perfect. Perfect. Um, perfect. <laughs> but I can also grab out my other one as well. No, no, so. your, herbs is, your herbs is fine. This is just, I, I usually at the beginning of the show, how I'd like to start is with my cards for anybody that's listening out there, anybody in chat. And so when I, you know, I'm all about the flowers and, I, and so 
the card that I pulled out twice because I put it back in the deck uh, because I just thought, ah. and then I pulled it out again and spirit said, oh, it doesn't matter what you think. This is what we want you to present. <laughs> so this is the Flumeria. It's beautiful. One of my favorite colors is yellow and it's bright yellow and white. And it says, raise your vibration. Your intuitive feelings are accurate messages from the angels. So everyone out there that has an intuitive feeling today that just knows that they're going to call into the show and ask because they want to see if they're right, which I know most of you do, uh, your feelings are right. And then I started to pull cards from the universe has your back. I just love that thing. The universe has your back, has my back, it has Brian's back, it has everybody's back. And two cards fell out, so I had to take them. One says, I choose love no matter what. Now, I know in chat, Fidelio, you will take this card, but I'm sure so will many people. The next card I felt, Brian, was you, you written all over this card. And it says, I am I'm unapologetic about what I desire and trust that what I focus on will grow. And I heard Brian Peters go so much in my ear. So I hope you take this card and anybody else there listening. But that is what I, I have. I actually needed that card today, Bonnie. <laughs> I, I, it, I, it, it was crazy because I only ever take one. I don't say ever, but and two fell out. And I thought, oh, gosh, now what am I going to do? And I heard Brian Peters as soon as I picked up this card. This is before the show. So go ahead. What do you have for the audience? I actually, um, I have marshmallow, and it's all and it's all about the throat chakra, making sure, especially with retrograde, we all watch our communication. We watch how we interact with each other, and if we interact with each other with a little bit of compassion, it'll make the next 30 days go by a little bit easier. And I think this I, day and age, with communication being digital and electronics and everything like that, we sometimes have to slow it down to be able to be, make that connection. You know what? I have to tell you this, and again, I don't believe in coincidences. Marshmallows, I like them um, charred. Marshmallow is one of my favorite things to eat. So <laughs> you just said marshmallow, and here I'm like, oh, my gosh, I love marshmallow, and I love what you just said. Maybe why I love marshmallows is because I talk a lot. Probably. I could see that as a certain <laughs> chakra. Absolutely. And you, and I, I totally agree on that. I agree. I think we are drawn to the herbs that we need and we, we keep those close, but also that I also feel that there are herbs that we need to work on and we keep those at bay because it's there, it strikes too close to home. So sometimes what we need isn't just, just out of reach, better way to put it. Well, yes, because marshmallows are too fattening, or I'd be eating the whole box. I would be putting them on a toasted stick and set a fire, and then I would be eating them all day and night. So, yes, I do keep them at bay, and every once in a while, I will have them. But uh, I have someone that asked if they could speak to you, Brian. Are you ready to go to the audience? I am ready. All right, here we go. 916, I am hoping, because now all the feed is lost, that you are the one that asked me to speak with Brian. Not if this isn't Kitty, then I need to go find Kitty. Okay, nine one six. Is this Kitty? No, this is Christy. Hi, Christy. I Just was a the second. One who, I'm I'm nine one. No, no, I'm nine one six. Maybe I just typed my name. 
Okay, good. Okay, because I saw Kitty yeah. in there. And did you ask me if you could have a? Did you ask yes. if you could have a? Re- oh well, I'm so happy I found you because <laughs> I told you absolutely, and I don't ever like going back on my word. So Brian, thank you so much. Ali- I appreciate it. You're welcome. This is the alias Kitty. But go ahead. <laughs> I know your name is a Kitty. <laughs> I like burnt marshmallows too, by the way, Bonnie. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'll share some with you. They Brian, are so great. You have to charm. <laughs> I know. Thank yes, you, you. do. I, I agree on that one. <laughs> oh, I can't. You know what? I just love this show. But go ahead. <laughs> Actually, I should say thank I love you. the thank people you. on the show, not the show. But you're welcome. Go ahead, Brian. This is yours, babe. Hello, Brian. How are you? Is did you have a general? Did you have a question, or did you just want a general reading? What What was your hope in talking about? Oh, I have so much going on, so I can't really pick one or the other because I was like, ah, but just a general, whatever you pull out, I guess that would be the most important, and I can feed off of that for the most important with what I need to do. Um, I definitely am getting some uh, – I, I, Daniel Lyons was the first thing that Grandma was shouting at me, and that's all about trusting your gut, trusting your instincts, making sure that you are – I really want to say following through with those intuitions. And I think part of it comes down to play is I think you, you, you say you're going to act on those intuitions and you don't. So I need to make sure that you make a deal with yourself that your next time you have this intuitional gut going on, that you follow it and you, and you Mm -hmm. make that commitment because I think you are hitting the wrong. I think you're, you're tripping literally tripping over mistakes that you sh- that you've already knew ahead of time that were bad decisions there, yes 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 so you That's just need to make so sure you trust your gut trust that instinct and then the other thing is is i'm also thinking that you need to go through a little bit of self-healing i i'm very much getting the heart chakra with you i think you have a lot of love to give the world, the world, but at the same time, I think you need to take some time for yourself, take that respite to recharge and be able to connect with others on a, on a, on a more complete level. Does that mean like taking my shield down? It's kind of like the shield that I think around me. Absolutely. <laughs> because I, because you are, I, and once again, it goes back to that whole, you keep everybody at that arm's bay at, at arm's distance and going, Hey, you know what? You're not allowed in. And I yeah. think you have some people who are trying to get in and you're having people who are trying to help you help heal your soul. And you're just like, you know what? Stay away. Yeah. Yeah. I got to tell you I also wanted to say there's also, I'm kind of under the impression there is a guy that's not so much trying to help you. He's trying to hinder you more than help you. I will say that. You're spot on. <laughs> Keep going, Brian. You're on a roll, babe. Keep going. So I definitely feel that that connection is not a, a, a good connection. I I have a, I think he's one of the ones that's actually affecting your gut, and I think you're letting your. I want to say you're letting your your mind over your mind override ride, ride your gut in this situation. You're not letting those connections. You're not trusting what you're getting, and you're not pushing him away like you should. And for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I'm getting and I'm getting an older lady who's just like shaking her head, like no. <laughs> and I want to call you sweetheart okay. for whatever reason. Like she's just shaking her head at me, like no. Well, I, I got yeah. I got to 
Well, first of all, you know, uh, the card Raise Your Vibration is for someone out there. It says your intuitive feelings are accurate messages from your angels. Mm -hmm. And what did Brian say to you the first thing he said? You're not trusting your gut, but you have to. But what kills me, Brian, is she says she has this big shield up, and she, should she take her shield down? Then if she had her shield up, what she's, what's funny about this is if you had your shield up, this guy wouldn't be able to affect you. But you don't have your shield up for certain things. She's, you have it up for others, and that's what's really funny because um, what are you picking up, Brian? Because that's exactly what I picked up. She wants to let him in because otherwise her shield would have protected her. <clears throat> Yeah, and I and I don't know if it's a and, and I and I hate to use the word necessity. I don't know if it's more of a necessity type situation or if it is one of those situations where she wants. She, I'm almost under the impression it's kind of he's a space filler, and I hate to use that with anybody, but I think he's very much filling that space filler role, and I think mm-hmm. she needs to just push him out of that bubble and go to somebody else because I don't think he's the right mix. No, you're right. I I agree. <laughs> so I listen, I, this is what I tell my peeps, and then I'm going to move on. But what I tell my peeps is this. If you put your shields up so much and, and you shield the world, because, because that's what we do. We shield our heart. If people, um, I don't, because I always believe that it, everything's a new, a new challenge. And so what if you get hurt 15 times? that 16th time you're open to love. So what I tell people is watch what shields you put up because it'll also shield out goodness as well. So to me, what I'd like to see is just to ask your guide to guide you and only let the people who are beneficial and positive for you in because that's how I always look at it. So your choice, but that's what I tell my, my people. Okay. I okay. I kind of okay. under the impression this is also a safety net for you that if you don't have a quality person in your life, you don't have to worry about that connection. You you're you're able to just say, hey, you know what, this is what it is. I can find something better as time progresses. But meanwhile, he's doing a uh, a, a doozy on you in the process. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. Good okay. luck, and call us back and let us Thank know you. how you're doing. You're welcome. Thank you. I appreciate Take care. It. Thank you, Brian. You're welcome. You're welcome. Can you keep me on? Yes, oh, absolutely. I will keep you on. So I'm putting you on hold, and we are moving to the next caller. You know, Brian, I don't know how to explain it. Um, I, I, but when you put too many, here's a good example. For people who try to put up too many blocks in their life because they don't want to get hurt, they actually don't put up, they put up the blocks for both ways. So for me... I like the the one that can permeate. Like I like a more of a um, a film where they keep the negative stuff out, but let the positive, like the positive people, can permeate that film. Because we know so many people who put up blocks, and what happens is it also blocks some of the good stuff coming in, and they never give it a chance. So I well, I, I, I can't explain, I, explain it, but go ahead. I agree fullheartedly. I completely agree, but also I think some of the, the blocks that we put up act like magnets. They act like lint rollers. And so what yeah. ends up happening is we put out this block of this is what I want not to, to, to attract to my life, 
But unfortunately, you because you're putting it. that out to the universe, you're saying, I don't want this. Lo and behold, you get that. So it's one yeah. of those situations where you have to watch your intention and you need to reword what you're saying. Instead of saying, I don't want this, tell the universe what you want, not what uh, you, you don't what? want. Because you're going to. I use. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. You're going to you. get ahead. what you don't. You're going to get what you don't want. I tell a lot of people that it's very hard for people, especially certain zodiac signs, to 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 adhere to that. But I am a big believer that you put you put the positive out, even though there might be challenging uh, feelings around it. You don't put that out because what happens is you draw those challenging feelings feelings to you to work out. So I I go through this with a lot of people, and they don't quite understand. It, it takes a while to only put out the good intention, reword what you say if you're bringing up, I don't want, I don't like, I think this is coming. Don't put those words out. Use what I want is coming is going to be great because I can handle anything. And then, you know, you take a challenging uh, sentence and make it positive, then the positive things come out. So I, I, I'm a firm believer I, in that. I have a friend who said it best when it came to intentions is that the world acts, the universe listens like a five-year-old. And so when you say, I don't want bills, the universe hears bills and gives you more bills. So what you oh. tell the universe, you need to tell the universe what you want so that way it hears what you want and not what you, what you don't want. I agree, and I will. We'll have to have. So the universe must be an Aries, because an Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, and they say that they are from zero to five year old children. So that's how their behavior is. So well, the universe, you could be an Aries. You're the first. All right, we are going. What do you feel? I didn't even ask you, and then we're, we're going to pick up eight one three. What do you eight three one? I'm sorry. What do you feel about Mercury retrograde this time around, and how do you deal with Mercury retrograde? Besides, well, Mercury retrograde. So, Mercury retrograde. I actually do a little bit of personal self-defense. I actually am a big proponent of the Mercury retrograde jars. So it's one. It's one of those. I take it. This is a grandma trick. You take a mason jar and you do. You put some dimes in it and you actually put it in the corner of your house you do some intention work you do some energy work with it and the idea is is that all the nasty energy from mercury retrograde goes to the jar and so at the end of it you and at the end you just dispose of it in a proper manner and you don't have to worry about it it allows you to just let it sit you know what i mean literally deflect it and put it somewhere where it belongs and then just dispose of it at the end of the at the end of the time well, and then I, to, I focus. Did you say to put jo- dimes in the jar? How do you get rid of dimes? It's remember the old remember mercury uh, dimes used to be made out of mercury. That was the, ah. that was for, for the longest time. Dimes were made out of mercury, and I actually have some mercury dimes that I use. So that is to help give it that path. It's helped to give it that direction to keep that energy going to away from you and where it can go in. in uh, keep away from it and then I'll I have uh, mercury retrograde oil I'll mark my doors and windows and I always use lemongrass and a smudge pot and try to keep it keep that smudged as much as possible just to keep that energy of mercury out of the house and out of the business because you and I all, we all know that conjurex 
come and go when you have all this stuff you're trying to work on. I've even had chances when I've actually touched contracts with mercury retrograde oil just to make sure wow. that they don't go awry. So it, so you would go and get mercury oil? Is that what you be? You, we used to use mercury medicine. retrograde we, oil. I, I, I okay. actually make a mercury retrograde oil. Um, I actually, I, a lot of the, my clients I work with, they keep it on, on hand and in bulk supply. Um, wow. just because it's this, just because it's this time of year, it's like I hit everything from my cell phone to my computers to the, my door frames just to keep that energy from coming in, and then I can keep it going to a productive space. And I so will admit me- that you don't want to use that water. When you're done with that water, dump it on. Don't dump it on an indoor plant. Dump it outside. Don't let your dog drink it because there's actually been a friend was telling me that she actually watered an indoor plant with it. She killed her, her plant. So trust me, there's some energy behind it. Oh, my goodness gracious. So you and I have to talk because I need that. Mer- I need to send that to a few people that really, really get hit with mercury retrograde. Um, after mercury and then also, retro- too, we all have certain signs are worse than others. There are oh, yeah. some signs Absolutely. out there, and I know Leo's one of them, that Mercury Retroid just runs hell with us because so we're is, the communicators. Because we're, I never because we're the communicators. That. Because, yep, you know exactly where I'm going with this. We're the communicators. We're always the ones doing stuff. And so if you if you can't communicate, you're in trouble. Do you know um, Gemini gets hit a lot with uh, Mercury retrograde? I wonder why. Well, I would think Virgo's Mercury rules one of them, so I think it's Virgo. But um, I think is it the uh, Mercury that the twins get hit a lot of times too? And I don't know if it's because they're the twins and it's all about communication. Although they are, oh, they're an air sign, so it is all about communication. So and and it's also all it's all about their psychic their. Uh, Pisces are all um, Gemini. Why did I just go Pisces? But uh, <laughs> Gemini's one, Pisces the other one the that gets hit because it's yep. Yeah. Well, I will tell you. I feel like it's in one of every sign. So Virgo, I think I feel like Mercury runs and Sue uh, Sue Bowles, Sue uh, Crystal Bowles is in chat. She could tell us. I, Mercury is run by Virgo is run by Mercury, so it would hit Virgo. It would hit an air sign Gemini, so it's an earth, an air, a fire would be Leo, and you just said water would be uh, Pisces. So you would take yep. one of each element, and they would be hit the worst. So I, I, I totally can get that. But after the Mercury retrograde, because I don't want anybody to do this, and then does the oil disappear, or do you have to take it off, or is there any, any, you know, any problem? Yeah, I- no, there's no because the idea of it is just blocking out that energy for the it's it's just like you staging your house or blessing your house. At the end of that, it, it's going to eventually dissipate after after a period of time. It's okay. Mercury. Mercury is positive, absolutely. Mercury allows for communication. It allows for a lot of other great mm-hmm. attributes. But I don't want the negative attributes in my house. That can stay away. That, I just want the positive that, attributes coming through. Well, here, I've got Crystal Bowles saying she was born on a Mercury retrograde. I love this period. You're just saying that, Crystal, because you can't say I don't like this period. No, I'm kidding. Um, We love you, Crystal, and you are very talented. So what do you say about people born on a retrograde? I And and there are some people out there who who actually work better better during a retrograde because it allows them – that it gives them – 
stronger abilities. They they actually do better. Not yeah. and I'm not one of them. I'm not one I'm of not them. Either. So if you're gonna ask me what those positive signs are, don't ask me. But there are I, people I, out there I don't who either. actually there's people out there who use it as a time to learn. They use it as learning experiences. They know that they they work with it greatly and they actually do a lot of great things with it. But at the same time for me it's like it just hits me hard sometimes. Absolutely. I had a reader on the show. He did tarot. He's on the YouTube. His name is Minnow Pond. He was also, um, I've known him for a lot of years, but Crystal, he was also born on a retro and he says the same thing. Retro grades are his time. And I would imagine people born on any retrograde, it is, they're born with that as an enhancer. So it would enhance your communication versus take it away. And I love that. Anyway, I am good. We are so full and I am, you know, I love talk shows, everyone. So I, I, I know you're probably like, ah, I want a reading show, but I, if I could, I would talk four hours and then I'd let everybody answer questions. And that's why my shows have changed to two hours because I want to talk. I want to find out what you like. I want to find out what my guests want. So I am going to 831, and I'm going to ask you a question before you ask Brian uh, a question or me, is, first of all, how's the Mercury retrograde hitting you? What do you think about Mercury retrograde? And if you don't answer the questions, you don't get one. So here we go. 831, you are on with my magical guest, Brian Peters. Hi. Hello, Brian. Hello, ma'am. This is Lily. Hi, Lily. Hello, oh, how are wow. you? This is a girl who will answer anything we ask. <laughs> Lily, you are going to well, meet Brian. You know me already from the show, but you need to ask. Uh, we need to ask I will you. answer your questions. I have five Pisces in my sign, and I have to be very, um, at the uh, young age of 54, going on 55, March 6th, I am very um, attuned to the vibrations around me. And my husband, who is my soulmate, my twin flame, whatever you want to call it, I manifest him. He's mine. Uh, <laughs> I'm very territorial. I, uh, he's a computer wizard. And um, he, I feel it. I really do. And as far as grounding myself, I it's a constant um it's a constant it's a vibration that i've learned to tune, turn into and use it um even with individuals who i get negative vibrations from or or master manipulators i i've learned to put that brace on and i do feel it more during this time of year or this time of uh retrograde wow well, Lily, what is your, so your birthday is March 6th. You are a Pisces. Correct. You're a Pisces. Yep. Oh, my gosh, a Pisces. You're the moon card. You know, I got to tell you, and I'm giving you over to Brian. This is really crazy, Brian. You need to listen to this, too. All the time, because they wanted to take cancer, the crab, out of being um, cancer. They wanted to give you moon children. But we're the chariot. We're not the moon child. Pisces is, and thank goodness. Until I realized that, I was having a heart attack because I kept looking going, well, I could do the light of the moon. I could do the dark of the moon. But now I don't have to. I'm the chariot moving forward. So you've got it, Lily. 
You're the moon car. <laughs> okay, Brian, I want you to meet a very metaphysical girl. She's. Are you in California? You, where are you? I am in California, Monterey, California. Yeah, she's in California, and she's a great girl. I've known her years on this show. <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, my You're question welcome. is, I, I, um, I recently had a death in the family, and people who I had thought I was close to tried to hide it from me. And all along, I have done nothing but be respectful. So, and there's another event that uh, extended family I'm participating with. It's weird how I cannot get past after grounding myself. I want to move on um, to uh, something that helps me financially, but I'm I'm feeling these very weird barriers, and I don't know where they're coming from. I so one of the first words one so I right off the bat got mugwort with you and I, and I, we, we talked about it a little bit about it being an herb for female problems and stuff like that, but I'm not getting that with you. I'm not getting it that direction. I actually am getting it more of the necessity to be, to allow yourself more freedom. I think some of these boundaries you are self-imposing in a lot of ways. And I think if you take a moment and you kind of look at it, you're going to find those boundaries you're, you're, you're starting to put some of those boundaries out. I would actually suggest if you can get your hands on black sage or it's the same as mugwort, get your hands on some black sage and do a nice general house cleansing of your house, your business, your computer, just focusing on cutting out all the barriers, saying that you're open to receive and being willing to receive what you get. Because I think you do a really nice job, and I actually – one of the – as I was pulling cards, I had a card that kind of hopped right out was abundance. I think you have a lot of abundance. You have a lot of, um, and you're attracting a lot of abundance coming in, but you just have to give it that ability. You just need to, don't be so rigid with it. Just let the chips fall where they may. And I think you're going to find out that those chips are falling a lot faster than you think they are. Okay. Okay. And so your suggestion with the um, relationships, just be open. And when I get that sense of, whoop, too much, I can I can put my wall up. Put your wall up, but let but let that relate. Look, but you if you're if and I'm I I for whatever reason my I don't I think they're doing it for the wrong reasons. To be a hundred percent honest, I think they're doing it to be they're trying to protect themselves in some way, and, I, and I'm not sure why why I'm feeling it that way. They're no, it more you hit it on the head. It's about them. And when I – so, for example, I said no to allowing somebody in my, in my personal space. She made a big deal about it, and now it's about her. So now everybody's like, well, what's wrong with you, Lisa? What's wrong with you, Lily? And I'm like – so wait a minute. I said no to somebody touching me, and now it's my problem. <laughs> so I I get what you're saying there. I do. I honestly do. I'll, I'll, I I um I go to my acupuncture. Uh, I I do uh, traditional Chinese medicine, so I have mugwort. So I'll um I'll get that. I love. That. I think the black sage would really help you in a lot of different ways. 
and also too is I think I and I think as you're as you're you ha, you're trying to push everybody all this you're saying hey stay away stay away you're put, you're throwing those barriers up and I think you're really good at doing those barriers but I think also too as you're trying to put these barriers up you're just collecting some of that garbage because you're putting it out so you got to be really oh. careful as you're putting up the flow you're yeah. you're putting it out to that universe you're putting you're literally mm-hmm. you're telling the universe you know what i'm going to get garbage in anyway so i need a boundary for it instead of looking at it that way say you know what only bring in this only bring in that only bring in abundance only bring in those who Love. help me for my highest and best you want to bring highest those people in perfect ways yes yep because you and i both know those who are not for the highest and best will find them their self out of the situation. They'll they'll fall away. Those friends always fall away. The ones that are true friends, the ones that are there to to support you will stay. Everybody else will just slowly drift away. Okay, so I shouldn't make a big I, – I need to go to this memorial for my favorite aunt who passed away. But, yep. um, yeah, I'll just – You need your time to grieve, I'll, too. I'll, I really – you need your time to grieve, and and I think – a lot of what, like I said, a lot of this is there for whatever reason. Kind of getting people are trying to be protective of the family, and I don't know, I don't know if they're they're afraid of people within the family making a scene, and they're just trying to keep it more limited, or what. But I'm kind of definitely getting that this is for their protection. They're, the family yeah, trying exactly to throw up what walls I'm... for whatever reason. Yeah, I yeah. So just okay. go with. Well, listen, Lily, we love you. Call back and let us know. You, you can do the work. You, you know you can. Okay? I can. Appreciate your help. Yeah. Thank you. I just needed to hear it out loud. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not a problem. Love my, yes, I love my peeps, Brian. I just love them. They call. They're so metaphysical themselves. It's like, I knew that, but, you know, I just called to make sure. And I love that because that means it's working. And I always say we're the metaphysical show of the metaphysical. And I, 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 I don't want to brag. We'll, you know, I love everybody to be here, the people who aren't metaphysical to learn, the people who just want are interested to be here. But I know I've got a lot of metaphysical, physical, metaphysical people, and I'm like them. And, they're, they, and we just all connect, and I love that. Um, I do well, want to tell you. I know you, there's people out there who is a lot of times people are afraid to to give a reading to another reader, give a, a reading to someone who's metaphysical. In a lot of ways, I feel it's more validating for me to sit down with somebody who's a reader, sitting sit down with somebody who's metaphysical minded, and give them yeah. that answer they already had. Because all it's doing it is it's 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 lifting me up because I was able to help them, and it's also letting me know, hey, you know what, I'm not crazy. Absolutely. I, I love that's why I can't I can't I'm honored that everybody's here. We have a lot of people in chat. I want to uh, we have a new is it morning glory. I'm, I, I'm a morning glory. Well, I love morning glory. So welcome to the show. She's from Arizona, but uh, we have great metaphysical people in there. morning glory. So chat away because we've got a lot of really cool peeps in chat. I, I'm just honored that they're always there and I'm honored that you're on with me. And I am so glad that everyone, they are so jazzed about you, Brian. Again, Brian has a store. I don't promote anything, but I do promote Brian because I, I, I think he's the best at what he does. And he does a lot of stuff. 
and he's super cool. And I always, before I get to the next caller, which is six, seven, eight, what I love, Brian, is that you offer the stuff that, you know, you can talk about teas and herbs and this and that, and people don't know where to get them or they have to go. Uh, you have a website. You can, they can call you and you actually put it together. I have your stuff. And so, I, and I've sent it to other people and they've just thought it was amazing. So I know you have, I don't know if we said it in the beginning, but please tell everybody your, your, your store and your website. We are the um, Healing Brew. Um, we're located in Akron, Ohio, in um, Magical Valley. <laughs> the, uh, I'm going to throw out healingbrew.com, and also we have our Facebook page. If you have an opportunity, check out the Facebook page. Even if you've had a reading from me, check out the Facebook page and make a review. It allow, it, in this social media in world right now, it's the way we all uh, live and die. So even for Bonnie's sake, make a review. So. <laughs> yes, please. Um, and and if you if you do call Brian or you use his uh, website, just mention me. You'll get a little just bit more of a hey, I know you kind of feel. So I am going to go to six seven eight, and we are going. And and another another thing I want people to know about you, Brian, because again, I, it just slips my mind. But everything changes like just because you got one tea or herb from Brian or that you, or even, you know, he's not even promoting that you could get it from your local tea company or whatever, but things and physical ailments and things emotionally change and spiritually. So don't feel like, Oh, he gave me this and I got to drink it for the rest of my life. No, you got to check in, got to check in with Brian. You don't have to buy anything from him, but if you check in, he's a herbologist and a tea specialist and it changes, you can go find your own tea company. But Brian has the best. The, creates his own herb. But go ahead. One of the things I always like to tell people is it's just like going to any Reiki professional or going to somebody else, and you're you somebody's picking up that you're having a problem in this chakra, you're having a problem there. All I'm trying to do is give you another avenue to be able to work through through it, and then at that same time, you're going to be in a different situation the next time you talk to me. And sometimes, yeah. and I crystal bowls can uh, be the be my um, cheerleader on this is that we just talked and it's a different direction it's all based on you it's based on where you're at and how things are affecting you and yeah, so maybe I love that. Just... go ahead no all i was gonna say is maybe this valentine's day hits you hard maybe it's um maybe it's all about the heart chakra and then the next time you talk to me and maybe you know what you're you need to worry more about grounding your heart chakra is fine now you need to worry about letting all this crap go. So it's all it's different takes and different things. If you're an empath, I have empath rescue. So it's really it's really all about helping you to help yourself. Uh and that's that's why I love Brian and you all do too. I'm hearing great things about you, Brian. Six seven eight, you are on with the herbologist and awesome magical brew. I keep I know it's healing brew. And I don't know why you're not changing the name because it needs to be Magical Brew. <laughs> because otherwise I'm going to constantly say Magical Brew, but you'll all know it's the Healing Brew. Actually, magic and healing go together. And because Brian is magic to me, I I always say that, but I will correct myself because of his shop name. And it is the Healing Brew. Healing and magic. Now, one of the things I will say, Bonnie, mm-hmm. is that yes. magic is only what science hasn't proven. So... 
I definitely do a little bit of both. So I definitely have some science, medicinal stuff behind me, and then I also have a little bit of stuff that I went through at first. I know, because that's why I played Magic Carpet Ride. That's my song for you, Brian, unless I can figure out another one. But 678, you are on with Brian from The Healing Brew. Hi. Hello. Okay, so we're going to take that off because I don't know what that was. I think that somebody was snoring. But okay, 520, you are on with Brian. Again, we're going to want to know, how is Mercury hitting retrograde hitting you this time? Do you feel it? Or what does Mercury retrograde bring to your life when it hits? 520, you're on with Brian. Oh, hi. Did I press the one? I thought I was just listening. Okay, do you just want to listen? I'll go to, do you want to, do you want to talk or do you want to just listen? Uh, Well, I just have a few minutes. I'm picking somebody up, but, um, well, let's see, retro or or retrograde. I, you know, I don't know too much about, I just know what other people say about it. And I've never really paid attention to, to me, it's like, um, and I'll apologize in advance for my ignorance, but it's like Friday the 13th, you know, I, I am, you know, I just kind of let it go and, um, you know, and I'll say, okay, this is my lucky day. I try not to buy into anything negative because I do have negative things that happen and I just have to work through it. And so I try to be very um, staunchly positive. And, uh, but I've been at business meetings, believe it or not, these are business professionals and they'll talk about Mercury. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, huh? You know, and they're not, we're not there for metaphysical reasons. <laughs> you know, we're there for no, but everybody, everybody, everybody knows Mercury retrograde. Everyone from Disney CEO to probably the ant walking on the street because it is talked about so much. And we all use it as a faux pas for things that go wrong electronically and communicative wise. So, yeah, I get it. And I, and I love that you're hearing that in your meetings. What's your name? Lisa. Lisa. Okay, Lisa, I would love Brian to, would you like Brian to, to generally pick something up for you? Oh, okay, that would be great. What a bonus. Thank you. So I'm, I, the, one of the things I kind of got off right off the bat with you is I'm kind of getting, um, I really, I'm kind of getting, and this is going to sound strange, I, and for me, I'm getting that you need to go with the flow more. I'm kind of getting mm-hmm. that you have a tendency to not let spirit direct you, and you have oh. this this very rigid okay. map of your you have this very rigid map, and I think you need to give a little bit more give it more flow in your life. I think by allowing a little bit more flexibility, I think your universe is going to open up a little bit more for you. I definitely think okay. you have a lot of growth, a lot of potential coming in your direction. I'm actually think that you have maybe a, I, I want to say uh, like a promotion of sorts coming your direction that I think is going to, is, Ooh, is definitely headed, headed for you. I just think that you got to make sure that you are willing to roll with the punches to be successful in doing it. Okay. that okay. I, I take that for sure. I love that. So and, I, and go ahead. 
I know I'm always the herb guy and all that stuff. And for whatever reason, I just kind of got that flow thing. And that was the biggest thing is making sure that, you know, to be able to go with the flow on that, because I think that's also going to help stress levels. That's going to help you as a whole to be, be a better person. Okay. 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 What tea do you see for her, Brian? What tea? I mean, like I said, you don't have to, what herbs do you feel like will help her? Because, I, when 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 Lisa got on, that's why I was I I guess I was drawn to pick her up, is because uh, I really I feel a box I de- and she goes in those two lanes. So you know, go ahead. I I definitely think that an empath rescue or like the valerian root and stuff will help calm calm you down in some regards. I also think just making sure that you take that. And to be honest, I think you're a person who would probably do amazing just with like that rose tea to be able to sit back and relax and just take some time for yourself because I don't think that's always an option that you do well. Right. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Do you, does, do you tend to hold on to stress pretty, pretty regularly? Rigorously? Oh, well, yeah, I, yeah. Like right now where I'm going and I'll be there in a few minutes, but um, I'm meeting someone that is, you know, I keep practicing what I'm going to say to them, and I'm thinking, God, I'm feeling stressful and stress and anxiety over this. It's a um, my grandson's mother, and I I just want to let go of that, you know. So I'm in tune with that, you know, dialoguing, you know, with myself. So I don't have to do this. I don't have to feel the stress, you know. You know, it's it's just not something I have to do. So anyway, yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, it's a, a work in progress. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I also, yeah, and I also wouldn't, and I'm also thinking that you feed on this as well. I wouldn't be surprised if you don't have some empath, empathic traits as well, where you kind of pick up other people's sludge along the way. So I oh, definitely God, think yeah. that you, yeah. I definitely mm-hmm. think that if you're able to kind of unwind and kind of get some of this stuff off, off you, I think you're going to be better in, in the long run. So definitely look at Palo Santo for cleansings and rose water and stuff like that just to kind of keep everything light and uh, happy for you to move forward with it. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hey, I just, I just, yeah, he's welcome. But I just wanted to tell you that, uh, and and I got from Brian a lot, but I bought a lot of them. Um, I bought some type of uh, Spray. It impressed me. It is it is sage spray, and the reason why yes. is when he told me who uses it. He he creates an attention by the uh, full moon. So his sage spray is wonderful uh, for everything. But what I loved about this Lisa, and you don't have to get it from Brian. Like I said, you can create your own. Is that yeah. uh, is that you? Um, it, they, he, a lot of nurses and doctors use it. They keep it in their car. Mm-hmm. And because they pick okay, yep. most most health workers are empathic, so they want to okay. get that crud that that crud off from the hospital yeah. or from people constantly pulling them. They get in the car, they don't want to bring it home, so they spray their little spray all around them. They take a big breath and they feel much better, right, Brian? You know, I sound Absolutely. like I'm selling your shop, but I, I really believe <laughs> in the product. But you can create your own, so I'm not saying anybody oh, has to buy it. And we have the full moon coming up too, and, the, and it's a prime time to do full moon water. And I, you can even yeah. put full moon water in a spray bottle. So there's so a lot of great things. 
There's a lot of great things you can do that are very simple, just something to help raise vibrations and help, like, kind of slough off the stuff that no longer serves you. And um, full moon water is simply put a a container of water outside on the full moon, day before, day of, day after, pop it in the spray bottle. You'll actually notice a change in vibration. You'll actually feel feel the change with it. It, It's an amazing, it's amazing product for stress. Really, truly is. Okay. Better go to your local church and get some holy water. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I, that, that's another I option. I always say well. that I'm Jewish, but you know, hey, I, I took holy water sprayed on me one time because somebody, I think they were afraid of me. I, I'm not quite sure why she did it, but she <laughs> took a bottle. She took a bottle. I, I was so shocked. I went for, I went for, it was crazy. And probably about 30 years ago, I went to this <laughs> woman who, who does a big chart. Okay, because I don't do astrology charts. I do astrology. I don't do astrology. I talk astrology. So she, she took one look at me, and she goes, I knew it was you. And she said, and she had shown me the chart she made up, and it had, she would be wearing a tiger shirt. And I was wearing a tiger sh- shirt. And then, so she um. sprayed what I walked. When I walked in, she sprayed holy. She said something in tongues or whatever. Sprayed holy water on me. I'm like, well, I, you know, hey, I guess so. Guess I need it. But it was real. And she couldn't. She started talking in tongues. And when I asked her what she was talking about, because I don't speak, I knew what language it was. I could pick up the different languages it was. I said, I don't speak in those languages. And she goes, well, you ought to, because I can't tell you what it means. You have to find out. I'm like, oh, there goes the reading. You know, I must have done something in my life that did something. For but so go get yourself holy water if you don't, if you don't want to do the moon water, because it, it, it apparently does ward off all kinds of stuff, Brian. Oh, so, absolutely. And the other fun thing, the other stuff is Florida water, Bonnie. That's the other thing that is absolutely amazing stuff. It's, what? It's, a, it's a product. Florida water. It's a product that is used a lot in uh, Spanish cultures. It's used a lot in Santeria. Mm-hmm. You can actually sprinkle it, put it in a spray bottle, and it smells amazing. It smells like it has lemons and cloves and lavender and stuff, and it's like roses in there, and it smells wonderful. And it Why raises vibration. Why can't you make that? Yeah. Why can't you make that? I, it's, it's one of these products that is such a – everybody loves what it is. It's not an expensive product to buy, and it's been around. To, and Lucille Ball wore it as cologne. It's just something that you just don't mess with. <laughs> what is it called? Can you please tell me what it's called? Flora water. Florida water. No, I live in Florida. I can't go out in the yep. lake and get water. It's called Florida water. It's actually a cologne, and I will send you a photo of it when we're done talking. Okay, you send me a photo of it because I live in Florida. I should be I should be full of that water, but I am going to pick up the next. I'm either full of the water or full of the other, but I know I'm not full of the other, so I must be full of the water. Um, anyway, I hope everybody enjoys uh, enjoys everyone on the show, and I just love uh, chatting all about this. Do you? Let me ask a question, especially about the the water that you make and the sage water that you you do by the the light of the moon. Does each moon? And I think we talked about this on the last show, but I'd like everybody to hear it. So at each, do you do intent with your waters, your sage? Do you do like if it's a if it's a big full super moon? 
is that a different type of uh, sage water that comes Absolutely. out? Absolutely. There is a, there's a vibration. There's a change with every full moon. There really, truly is. And each full moon brings in different strengths and different energies. And, like, um, right now you have the one for January was all about, um, I should say, for February is, is the snowy owl. It's all about raising intuition, trusting your gut, trusting your instincts. And so a lot of times I'll try to use different full moon waters at different times of the year just to be able to raise that vibration. So I'll have one for love that I'll I'll, I'll keep back. That way I can do a, spray, a love spray and actually use that intention with it. So I'm one of these weird ones that stockpile full moon water. <laughs> oh, I so, love that. I just, love it, I, that. I, I, I'm sure it's the witchy vibe coming out. I mean, I, everyone else can have glass jars. I have some. I have jars with water sitting around the house. So it's just a different way for me. Go ahead. It's just a different way for me to work with the vibration. It it just allows me to have a different, a little bit of a different vibration coming through. And not only that, it's like I've had friends who have made full moon soap and everything else because the energy is just so useful for those of us who are metaphysical, those who, who read, you can use full moon water just as a way to kind of, pick up your own energy if you're if you using your tea, use it in your bath, any way you want to work with it just to feel just to get a little bit of that energy back. Think about the full moon at a hospital. We all know there's energy. Oh yeah. Uh we you know in the ER we used to say, I love that you brought this up. And the word love is on my lips all month. So everyone, if I say love a hundred billion times, this is my energy right now. But I have to tell you that in the ER and I'm a nurse uh, we used to say, oh, it must be a full moon. All the Looney Tunes are out. And we don't mean it meanly. Luna is moon. And Tunes is, you know, people who, you know, who are affected by the moon. So we used to know when there was a full moon because the weirdest, weirdest, craziest stuff would end up in the ER. And I could talk about that till the cows come home. But, Brian, I am going to put somebody on. Um, I am going to have to... Uh, run to the restroom and she always is my little tt girl so i am i know that's tmi but i don't care this is a live show and i am going to put kelly on to chat with you until i get back but she also would like to contribute combo you know kelly she's metaphysical she's one of our readers kelly kelly oh this isn't kelly who am i speaking with 305 Okay, three o five. You must have you must have gone to sleep. You know what? I let some people put it on. You know, with their desk, and they um, and they step away from their desk or they're working and they're just listening. So, ah, I'm trying to. Okay, uh, let me grab her. She just sent her number. Uh, here we go. Kelly, Kelly, hi, honey. Go ahead, continue conversation. Hello. And I think you might need some of the goat wart or whatever he was talking, fuzzy goat wart or something. No, I don't need that. I, my goats are fine. They're good. Okay. Brian, I am I am leaving you for about three seconds, and I'll join the conversation. But, Kelly, can you please tell everybody how Mercury retrograde is hitting you, or if it is? 
And then oh, you've Lord. got Brian for a few It's seconds. not yet. <laughs> it hasn't it hasn't hit yet. It's like we've had some spectacular flaming Titanic moments in the past, but it's like, um, yeah, for for this time it's like it's been pretty cash, which I'm I'm really grateful for because I haven't had a lot of interactions with people. And there's a reason I haven't had a lot of interactions with people because I've had too many flaming dirigible disasters in the past. So <laughs> anyway, should I, should I tell I you would, now or later that it's a, what we're on day two of this? <laughs> yeah, I know it's the 16th. No, I, I, I was, I was, I, I have that Llewellyn moon book. It's like, yeah, I was highly aware of that. So yeah, totally. <laughs> the only thing that spooks me is the fact that my son has his senior recognition night coming up on the 22nd. And I'm like, Oh God forbid. It's like, we're going to be in the public. We're going to be, you know, whatever. I'm just like, but we will survive. So it'll be okay. And it's like, then I'll retreat again for the next two weeks. But I I would appreciate if you have anything, anything, anything at all come up. Um, You know, I'll I'll say general, I know people hate general reading, but it's like, I love general readings. I really do. Cause I figure, you know, if anybody's out there and has something to say that, I haven't been able to hear. I'd love to hear it. Brian, your turn. So, funny thing is, is I, I, I'm getting parsley with you, which is, which is a weird one for me, anyways. Is I'm getting that you're attracting a lot of things into you. You're attracting a lot of stuff into your. You're just bringing a lot of stuff into you right now. And I think as you're bringing this in, you got to learn to go with the flow because I think you're, I think just, I don't think you're as rigid as you could be, but I think you have, you like things in certain boxes. You, you have to check the boxes off. And I think right now as spirit is throwing more at you, I think you need to learn just to go with the flow. I think it would help you immensely when it comes to uh, reading, to healing, just being able to go through the motions sometimes versus sitting there and saying, this box has to be checked. Does that make sense? (laughs) It does. (laughs) I tend to be a list maker. It's how I get things done. So yeah, I totally get this. (laughs) And I, I, I think, I think you're one of those ones that you need to be, I I think you need to also weigh um, weigh your words wisely because I think right now, um, especially with us coming into retrograde, just coming into things in general, I'm getting a lot of marshmallow rooting for you. I'm getting it that you may have a tendency to speak your mind a little bit more than you should. Oh, yeah, it's more like I wish I could. It's like um, my 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 tongue is so bitten up here. It's like it might as well be bitten off. It's like I've learned to not say anything to anybody about anything in this neighborhood. So, I think yeah. you need to. <laughs> I I, re- I really think Go that ahead. you need to watch that. That you don't tend to. I don't want to say overshare, but you make sure that you are watching your words wisely, weighing those words as you say okay. them. But at, this, but at the same time, making sure that you're speaking up when you need to because there's opportunities okay. that I think that present themselves that you don't speak up. You don't defend yourself. You're not being that knight on the white horse for you. Okay. Well, yeah. I am going to – can I put you on hold, Kelly? I know that, you know, is, is totally. there anything yep. – Yep. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to put you on hold. 
I've got to go to chat. And the reason why I'm, I'm saying this, Brian, is I've got somebody that is saying something about Mercury retrograde. And you know me, if somebody's going to talk about Mercury retrograde, ah, this is the time. So I have Morning Glory saying she's an empath. And Mercury retrograde will increase the ability. I've got to remember to separate the world emotion versus mine. So what do you pick up with Morning Glory? I I definitely think, and and I'm going to talk to her, and I also want to talk to empaths in general. What's going on right now is that it's the whole it's the whole communication problem. Is that we're and I'm going to say readers too is that we're all so used to being able to communicate, to pick up on energy, to be able to to be able to just think. I, I hate to say just do go through the motions, not have to think about it. And I think Mercury retrograde does something very important. It teaches us all that we can't go through our emotions. We are we have to make sure that we are being very diligent with what we do. We have to make sure we're diligent in smudging when we come home or spraying, making sure that we are grounding out, making sure that we're meditating, making sure that we are trusting our gut, trusting those instincts because so much, so many of us just kind of forget it. Wow. You know what I mean? We just do it we just do it naturally. We just we don't even think about it. It's just old hat. And I think retrograde does a biz does if it does anything it teaches us all that we have to get back to the basics, get back to grounding, getting back to smudging, making sure that we are taking care of ourselves so we can be the best healers, the best um, light workers we can be. She also is saying, Brian, which is interesting, how do you find out what moon water is for love or cleansing with a question mark? Anyone know? Well, if you're asking us, babe, we know. So, in fact, I own so a lot, a lot of, of times, stuff. like for for February, that would have been a great full moon for love because we would have had we'd have had a we'd have had a pink moon in February for me. That would have been a prime one for love. Also, I would also look at the ones in October for abundance and bringing in um, more bringing the energy that brings stuff in because abundance is not only spiritual; it can be financial. It can also be in your love life, and then for cleansing. I really like, to be honest, I like either looking at a blue moon or I like looking at a lunar eclipse. Both of them do a really nice job of resetting everything. They kind of and take you, all the energy out, and it just brings in a blank slate. And do you have the mark? So if somebody says, I need cleansing, like I use my white sage for cleansing. I, I, I actually tend to um, – any full moon water in general acts as a cleanse. So – that part we have to acknowledge right off the bat. It acts as a, as a basic cleanse no matter what. You just have this additional vibrations that go, come on top. So it's, it's, so you're going to have a little bit of love that's mixed in. Maybe you're going to have a right. little extra t- intuition mixed in. Maybe you're going to have a little money mixed in. But full moon water, just like holy water, use it all the time. I use whatever full moon it is. I use it for cleansing left and right. I love ah! So we're in love. I'm so. What's going to happen in March when my my language will change? Anyway, I love that. Do you think it's going to I change? Challenge you I challenge the leprechaun. <laughs> well, what am I going to be saying to the? Uh, what what do leprechauns say? Uh, follow <laughs> me over. Wait, wait. Here we go. Follow me over the rainbow into my pot of gold. 
<laughs> so there you go. I might you, you might hear me uh, with a leprechaun accent. So who knows? But my my guys are all I hear is love, 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 love. So anything that you're any any feeling I've got out of my mouth, especially for the show and giving everybody anything, is going to start with I love that or I love that. So you know it's February with me. Uh, and 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 Brian, let me hear what your you know, March, and you know, I keep wanting to live two weeks ahead of time, but we still have, what, another week and a half of, of uh, love? Yep. Yeah, so I, I say let's get every inch of love out of this month. Um, we also have Crystal here, which, you know, is Crystal Bowles, and um, she is saying, I agree with that morning glory. So she likes it. Because she was born on a retrograde, it really energizes her. And I love that, too. So I am going to pick up 646. You are on with the herbologist and owner of the Healing Brew. 646, you are on. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Hi. So how do you Hello. Hi, Mary. we got to find out, how is your Mercury retrograde going? We just started. And what does Mercury retrograde uh, make you feel like? Oh, I'm feeling a little anxious. Yeah. And the reason for that is because I'm looking for a job, and I had an interview a couple of weeks ago that went well. But then yesterday I was checking LinkedIn, and I noticed that the employer posted the job listing again. And 60 people at that point had applied. So that made me feel uncertain, you know, and that my communication didn't get through to this potential employer. As soon as you were saying that, I I was getting poppies, which is kind of follow your dreams, follow follow your passions. And I think as much as this job – was an ideal fit for you. You like this job. I don't think the passion and the drive is there behind that job. I think you. I think you're. I. I really feel that you might be better so, suited, looking to see if there's another job that that you would better feel connected with. And I, for whatever reason, I feel that this job is as much as this job would have paid the bills and taken care of stuff isn't going to be your passion. Doesn't it? Doesn't have that drive behind it as. as you need it, um, and I, I, I think you need to be open to the universe to see what else is out there, and I really feel that something's going to be coming for you really quick. I really, truly think that within a very short period of time, you're going to have a, you're going to have another potential job coming in to open up for you, and part of me feels that this job just, like I said, was just not an, a good match for you. I see. Can I well can I ask can I ask um another question, Brian? I'm gonna give everybody I put you on hold. Uh now I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna put you in a box. So let's do before or after the retrograde I mean during the retrograde or after the retrograde. What what is a better time to take a job, get a job, or it doesn't really matter at this point? I I if you, so I always like to tell the story about my house because this gives everyone an example. I actually closed on my house during retrograde unintentionally, and something that typically should take 30 days 
took upwards of 50 days to close. And part of that was is between the communications, between errors, between everybody just being short-circuited. I, I, I kid you not, it was literally just a comedy of errors along the way where somebody who should have been coming out to inspect the house typically would have been out that within three days took two weeks to come out because he didn't get the email. So literally we have to we wow. have to we have to work within retrograde. We have to know what's going on. So that means we gotta be more thorough with our communications. We have to make sure that we're following up with people. maybe making those additional phone calls, making sure that we're putting out those thank you letters when we're um, doing job interviews, making sure that we're very clear in our communications and that when we're sitting down with somebody that we make sure we're clear with our what we want out of this job. I am so in love with what you said. There we go. That is the perfect explanation of a mercury retrograde at its best, Brian. So do you feel, because I'm gonna then I'm gonna say this, do you feel you still wanted the house? The house was a great house. Do you feel that had you weren't waited after the retrograde, you would have still had the house? Or do you feel that you would have waited given the opportunity? So the funny part about the entire conversation was is I actually knew retrograde was quickly coming upon us. I actually mm-hmm. wanted to get the house closed before retrograde. And mm-hmm. they, the, literally the conversation was, yes, we can do this. It shouldn't be a problem. And typically we should have been able to close in two weeks without a problem, and then it got pushed out into almost uh, three months to close. And it literally had nothing to do with anything but, as I say, a comedy of errors. And it was all because miscommunication. It was all because things just weren't connecting. And I think that's the reason why empaths have such a hard problem is is it, it affects that communication, it affects those connections. And so if you're not able to make a clean, concise connection with somebody, it now becomes harder for you to break that connection and be able to clear it off. Uh, and what do you do? Can you tell people, because I, I feel like there's a lot of people who communicate with their phones, with their iPads, with emails, with texting, and lots of people don't want to follow up because they say, oh, well, the person never got back to me, the person I didn't hear from that person, and they get angry. So on a retrograde, and you can't tell people, hey, it's a Mercury retrograde, got to send it again. Because when you do, they, well, people who aren't metaphysical or even metaphysical, they don't know that that person didn't get or the communication was awry. Do you have any suggestions for people who have that problem in a retrograde? I, I think it's making sure that you take the steps to make sure it happens. So – Case in point, I interview for a job today. I'm going to make sure that as I'm talking to that person about the date and time of my interview, I double-check to make sure that I heard them correctly, that it's today at 11 o'clock. Maybe as we're sitting there in communication and talking to each other, I make sure that I'm very direct answering the questions. I don't beat around the bush. I'm very direct with that person. I let them know what my expectations are. I let them know that what my – salary expectations or as I let them know what my what my career beliefs are or whatever the case may be to make sure that you're presenting it clearly and concisely and then to follow that up I would even take it a step further and making sure that afterwards I follow up with a thank you email 
That's not being pushy. That's literally making sure that you thank them for their time. So make sure you're putting that's, that energy out there to let them, letting them know what to expect. Follow up with them. All that does is make sure that you're able to communicate back and forth. And then if you don't hear from them in a few weeks, maybe follow back up. There's nothing wrong with following up with, with, with a job you're interested in. I love that. And you should see what's going on in chat. Fidelio, OMG, if I could just list everything. And now Brenda got in. Brenda's in there. Brenda, absolutely. It's a shame you haven't been here for the whole show because what's going on in chat's amazing. And I'm sure Brian would love to say hello to you, Brenda. And I didn't know you were applying for any job. You're going to have to call me after the show, Brian. Anyway, and use me as a reference. 917 needs to speak to you. She's been waiting two hours. I'm going to tell you we only have seven minutes left, 917. I am going to skip the part, unless you don't want to, about how Mercury retrograde is affecting you. If you do want to tell us, which absolutely I'm hearing my God say you do, um, just give us a few a few lines if you can, because Brian doesn't have a whole lot of time with you. 917, you are on. Hello? Hi. Who are we speaking with? Okay. Oh, it's speaking with Tim from New York. Thanks for taking my call. Tim, I'm going to Hi, hand you, you over to yeah to Brian. Brian, you have this. Oh, thanks. Well, Brian, I just was wondering if there are any herbs uh, that you could recommend. I've been told to try a mugwort tea. I've been talking to my guys before I go to sleep at night. I've been asking for some assistance finding a new job or a slash career or pivoting into abundance away from scarcity. If you have any recommendations or uh, words for sleep, be greatly appreciated. So as far as the mugwort tea for sleep, I think is an absolutely amazing choice for you. It definitely will help make dreams more vivid. The other follow-up on that um, for you as well, I would actually look at the um, herbs for um, abundance and wealth. I always tell people to bring hyjon oil or hyjon to um, job interviews. You can even use it. You can even carry a piece in your coat pocket when you're interviewing. Reason being is it actually acts as that road opener to make sure that you are uh, that you break those uh, obstacles before they present themselves. And the other one is, is I always tell people carry even carry a cinnamon stick because that will actually help bring abundance and wealth. In. And um, I had a friend who carried uh, a uh, herbal blend for a job interview. She ended up getting three calls about jobs. So it's all about putting that intention out there and making sure that you're bringing things to help. I always, I always say is bringing things to a party to help your guides make sure that you are getting the best options available for you. Okay, Hi John Oil. Got it. So yep, I would oil. definitely look at Hi John Oil. Um, and I, Hi John Oil is my big one, and Cinnamon Oil is the secondary on that. But Hi John definitely is the one that I would um, encourage you to look at. So how do you use it though? If you can't put your, what do you? If you put the oil on, how are you taking that with you? Are you putting the little bottles in your pocket, I'm not, or do you put it on? Um, you can put it. One. You can you can put it on your wrist. You can wear it like cologne. You can put it on your uh, edge of your resume. You can put it on the edge of your business card. There's a lot of ways that you can work with it and just be able to use it as that uh, as that catalyst to help clear any obstacles that are in place. Oh, I love that. Tim, is there anything you else you'd like use, to know? Go ahead. You can even use it on a candle uh, as well. 
Okay, got it, got it. Okay, Cinnamon Sticks, Fine Oil, One Word for Dreams. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing it correctly. I just actually speak to uh, my guides and archangels before I go to sleep and just ask for assistance because I'm told that they're, that they're always with you, but you have to ask. Um, is that correct? Does it work? That is absolutely correct. You want, And I always tell people if you ask for guides to come through while you're sleeping, make sure you uh, keep a journal beside your bed. And the first thing you want to do when you wake up is write down any dreams, any thoughts you get when you first wake up to make sure that you are using those that energy to its highest and best. So you're definitely going to get information when you wake up. So you want to make sure that you're writing it down and keeping track of it. And that goes for anybody. If you're asking for a guide or an angel or someone to help you, make sure that you're willing to listen. Because so many people out there are asked for assistance, but they're not willing to listen. Uh, gotcha. Okay, well, thank you. You've been a tremendous help. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Bonnie. Great thing. Yes, you're very welcome. And you know you can go to his website or you can call Brian. You can go to his website he can tell you where to pick up the oils if you don't know. And if you do know, then you already know where to get them. He also has a shop and he does amazing teas. You know, for you, I keep feeling it's really crazy because, Sam, I'm going to tell you, uh, I keep feeling that you need some type of, of, you can make it yourself, so we're not selling anything here. But I just saw a bottle of, of, uh, of uh, spray for you. And I don't know why, whether it's white sage, it's this moon coming up whatever, but I feel like you would do really well with um, clearing yourself. And I feel like you try to clear yourself, but I'm not sure that you, there might be a different modality that's better. We can clear ourselves. I clear myself. What I do is I put a rainbow at the top of my head. I made the rays all the way go down out my feet and then to the mother earth. But for you, there just keeps showing me a spray. So you must be either empathic or you must be someone who picks up a lot of other people's uh, karma. <laughs> That's a good way to say it. And so you need some type of spray that might work better for you. You can make it yourself, and Brian gave you the option. And uh, if you don't know how, I'm sure if you send a message out, Brian will let you know um, how to do it if you don't, you know, if you're not going to get it from him. So I want to tell everyone thank you. Thank you. We've got a minute left. Brian, I do have to tell you that it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you. I know I hijacked you for two hours. That's what my show is going to be from now on because I want to talk. I want that chat ability. And next time we're on the show, it'll be all about that leprechaun. We have 90 seconds left. I just want to say to everyone in chat, I love you. You really make the show. I've told you this many times. Without you guys, there would be something missing. So please let let me know what you want in chat, and I'll try when I look to try to get you guys involved too. Thank you to all the callers. Brian, I can't tell you how much of an honor it is always to have you. Again, you're listening to Brian Peters. He's with The Healing Brew. It's healingbrew.com. He's on Facebook too. My show is here again tomorrow. It's the Bonnie Albers On Air Show. I'm on archives. You can... Listen to the show back if you if you want to hear what Brian had to say again or me. And you can listen to our chat while you're at the gym. I'm also on iTunes. Download on podcast my show. Subscribe and you'll get all. I think I over have a, over a thousand now. It's a really cool show. I must say I love it. 
Brian, thank you again for being here and we will talk. Bye. Bye.